Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to Parish Notices. I am your host, Sam Parish. It is a sweltering day at the end of June here in London, and uh, I hope everybody is doing well. There is finally, at least in the UK, I'm not sure about the uh, the situation around the world, but in the UK at least, there is finally a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, quarantine appears to be moving towards an end, so that's, that's great. Uh, I'm trying to record this episode for about a day and a half... But unfortunately, I like to record these episodes about 5pm and about 5pm every day there is an ice cream van that likes to do laps around the block just blaring its little its little tunes and that sort of drifts slightly hauntingly into the background of any uh, recording I try to do. So I've left it a little bit later in the day and uh, without further ado, let's let's get into the episode. This week's theme is uh, shows in a 30-minute format. Uh, they both have romance as a central theme, although in very different ways. And the first thing we're going to be talking about uh, seems to have captured a lot of people's imaginations. Uh, Normal People, available on BBC iPlayer, an Irish drama TV series based on the novel by Sally Rooney. Uh, directed in the first half by Lenny Abramson and Hetty MacDonald in the latter, uh, that's always a good sign to me. The rise of the director in TV has only improved, at least the visual consistency and quality of television, in my view. The show stars Daisy Edgar-Jones and Paul Mescal as a pair of teenagers in rural Ireland following their intense romantic and sexual entanglement over the course of several years through their uh, university years, etc., uh, Marianne, Edgar Jones' character, is at first a abrasive loner who struggles with cruelty from her peers, while Connell, uh, Paul Mescal's character, is a star athlete and a sort of teen heartthrob. And over the years, their dynamic shifts in some interesting ways. Now, I'm always keen to be as generous to the things I review as possible, but uh, I found myself frustrated by normal people. And not just because it's about normal people uh, who happen to have model good looks and who are written to be fawned over by everybody around them and to be wildly successful in their endeavours. Uh, mostly I was frustrated by flashes of genuine excellence in the show. Uh, some of the dialogue and acting is, is very naturalistic and enjoyable. Uh, our central couple have excellent chemistry when they're not being directed and written in this sort of strange, awkward, stilted way. Uh, there's a couple of nice, memorable visual flourishes as well, uh, and directorial flourishes. There's a, there's a sequence where a scene is shot twice with subtly different dialogue uh, from the perspective of two different characters. However, I can't get over how infuriatingly the show comes off. Uh, First of all, it's got the kind of plot that only really occurs when everyone involved is incapable of having an adult conversation or summoning any kind of personal courage. Uh, I understand that romance and ennui and misconnections on the subway is a whole genre unto itself, and I'm not immune to the appeal of that genre, but in this case it really just doesn't do anything for me. Uh, everyone who's not a main character is comically mean and confrontational and unlikable uh, and the protagonists don't come off too well either uh, they react to all the truly tragic and nasty things that happen to them 
with the same kind of teary-eyed dissatisfaction as they do to the smaller incidents in their lives. The show has a bad habit of dipping into a very similar bag of tricks over and over again. Uh, There's a lot of extreme close-ups and soft focus, a lot of slow motion and long shots of intense eye contact, all fine in small doses, but they become a little bit grating after a while. Uh, None are more egregious, however, than the very kind of weirdly male-gazy, deeply unerotic sex scenes, which the show seems determined to devote about a third of the screen time to. Uh, I understand why the story wouldn't work as a movie, but it feels incredibly stretched thin in the 12-episode, half-hour format. In conclusion, it's entirely possible that normal people went straight over my head and simply wasn't for me. However, I have to recommend avoiding it as a slow, slightly dull repetitive slog through a series of pretty avoidable arguments. I don't particularly like being negative, so if you're starved for content of this genre, I can't recommend normal people, but I do recommend picking up a a copy of the old book Goodbye Columbus by Philip Roth. It's the same premise, much better, and it'll take you about half the time to read it as watch normal people. Next up, we're going to be talking about Trying, a romantic comedy half-hour series written by Andy Walton and directed by Jim O'Hanlon. Available on Apple TV exclusively, it stars Esther Smith and Rafe Spall as a young couple trying to adopt a child together amidst a cast of entertaining side characters, including the wonderfully boisterous social worker played by Imelda Staunton. Uh, Trying's strength comes from its sense of authenticity. Uh, Walton is a child of adoption himself, and in parts the show feels well-researched and the the dynamics and situations feel very real. Uh, The trailer also doesn't do the show justice. Uh, It comes off fairly twee and rote, when in matter of fact there's an abundance of good punchlines and fun character moments. Rafe Spall is always excellent value, and he's in good form as pre-deconstructed male Jason uh, playing the straight man to Esther Smith's Nicky, a golden retriever-style character who brings the necessary energy and heart to the show. As a side note, am I the only idiot who didn't know that Rafe Spall is Timothy Spall's son? Uh, Moving on. Uh, I'm also impressed by the very natural structure that the concept of the show provides. Uh, Without spoiling any details, the first series ends with a very satisfying conclusion, but also one that provides a ton of narrative potential going forward. I'm trying to find real negatives to mark against trying. But in general, the, the technical elements are competent, the script is fun, the performances are all average to strong and the story clearly has a lot of compassion for the human race. I suppose its greatest failing is its total inoffensiveness. It is an absolutely fine, if far above average, slice of life sitcom. Uh, It doesn't challenge or subvert and while it's definitely avoiding being twee, there's nothing about it that makes it must-see viewing. So, in conclusion, as much as I enjoyed trying, I don't think I can recommend it. Apple TV is really struggling to find anything resembling a killer app to make the service worthy of the price of admission. Uh, 
Um, it really has the scent of Apple music about it, you know, too late to the party with none of the pull of its established competitors. All right, that is going to wrap up this episode, dear listeners. As usual, thank you so much for listening. Uh, that is our 10th episode in the can. And I'd just like to thank everybody who's been along for the ride so far. The podcast overall has about 250 listens, which is just incredibly special to me. Uh, I'm hoping soon that I'll be able to get ahead of schedule with the reviews and be able to write longer episodes. Uh, in the meantime, recommendations are always welcome. I'd also like to extend a massive thank you to the Molsonian Arts Council, who retweeted the most recent episode of the podcast. That was a, that was a real highlight of my day. Uh, until next time, dear listeners... Do take care of yourselves. We are closer to the end than to the beginning of this tough period. These trying times, as they seem to put it in every single ad. Uh, I will speak with you very, very soon. In the meantime, I've been Sam Parrish. Take care. Travel safe.